Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Roberts Field Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com. Now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. Rebecca 
how do I explain this with Rebecca? Though Rebecca is a girly girl, you don't want her walking through a metal detector at an airport. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. She's a, a piercing fanatic. A fanatic? No. Piercing fanatic is someone who has like every t- possible piercing pierced. I do not. Okay, just on your head, how many piercings do you have? Um. Okay, let's see. We, one, two, two three, three. My head? No. Two, one, two, three, four, three. five, this six, seven. Open. Stop, let me count myself. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Psych, never mind. I, I was off by three. <laughs> my, my case is made. But a lot of them are in my ears, okay? Only five are on my face. So, anyway, before we started recording, you were talking about the experience. Now, did it hurt getting... Because... Just explain, because you just got more piercings done. Explain to the listeners what you got pierced. I got um, both my traguses pierced, and I got my lip redone. And that's all you got? I thought you did something with your ears, too. That's the tragus. No, I meant your lobes. No. No? No, No, just about these two, the traguses, and that's enough. Cause I don't, I don't like to get a lot at one time because you have, a, you have a chance to get an infection. And then you're gonna, it could spread to all your piercings at one time. So right. Um. So did they hurt? What What was it that hurt? Well, I was really freaked out because this, my lip had a, has a big mound of scar tissue on the inside. Uh huh. So I was scared about that because I know that scar tissue hurts pierce through. And then the traguses, which are the little, the little nubbies on. The hole to your ear canal is that right? And they're a thick cartilage, and they're it's like on your face, and everybody's like, "Yeah, that hurts so bad." It's gonna make your whole jaw hurt, and it's hard to sleep. And I was like, "That's why I've been holding this off. I wanted these for years." And I'm like, "I was like, I really want them. Do I want them that bad?" Like, and I'm already I'm like I have like traumatizing experience with with having my my cartilage pierced, anyways. So I was just holding it off for a long time, but. The traguses did not hurt at all. I didn't even feel it. I don't know if it was because my adrenaline was so high. Right. But there was no pain, and right now there's still no pain from it. Except now you have pain. My lip. Because I smacked her. I'm kidding. It hurts really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really swollen. But she did get smacked. Yeah, I got smacked in my piercing the day after I get it done, and now it's all swollen. By her uncle. <laughs> and it hurts. And... So if you hear intermittent slurping sounds... Me, <laughs> I gave her a popsicle, so yeah, helps the swallow. I gotta go tell down. you, my traumatizing experience was because uh, I was freaking out really bad. It was embarrassing because the, ta- the 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 professional piercing lady she looked at me all crazy. Uh huh. She's probably thinking like, this girl has all these piercings already. Why is she being such a baby? Right. So I was like, tell my friends, oh man, oh man. Like I was like, wait, don't go yet, don't go yet. Like I was just being a baby about it. I really was. And <laughs> last time I got pierced, I got two piercings at one time. I got my nose and I got an industrial. An industrial is when you get a bar through your ear, basically. It's two piercings and it's like a bar right. at one time. And I I told her, I was like, you should do my, whichever one doesn't hurt is worse first. Do the more painful one after. Because you know if you're going to go get a piercing and you get the more painful one first, you're going to be like, oh my god, I don't want to. Right, you don't want to do it again. Yeah, I don't want to do the, the other piercing, I just want to go. You know what I'm right. saying? 
And so I was like, a lot of people said like, don't get both your industrials at one time because you'll never you'll never be able to sleep because it hurts so bad. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna get one done. But he's like, yeah, let me do your industrial first. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I thought I was gonna die. It hurt so bad, and it didn't even hurt when she put it did hurt when she put the needle through. But what hurt is when she put the bar in because she, for I don't know if she like ran out of the size of gauge for the needle or what, but she pierced it with a smaller gauge size than she, what she put in my ear. So it essentially, it ripped it. It was like here, I pierced it. It hurts like a motherfucker. Let me go and shove something huge in this hole that doesn't even fit. Mm. And then on top of that, I got my nose done after that. And I was just like, I just want to get this shit done. Like I feel like I was gonna throw up. It hurt so bad. Then it got super infected. It got a keloid, which is when you get cartilage piercing and you don't push that skin because they push the skin out and you don't push it back in. Right. The piercer. It'll cause the skin to grow out, so outwards, so it'll be a big, huge lump. Got a keloid. The keloid got infected, so I started picking it off, and it would grow back every time. Finally, it didn't grow back. My ears are normal; they're not deformed, but it was super infected. It was really. I probably should have taken it out. It was so bad, and I'm probably lucky that I didn't get a really bad infection. Because have your whole ear chopped off? <laughs> it was nasty. It's, the infection smell. It was horrid. Every time, and then finally, it would start to get better. And every time I would start to heal, my hair would get wrapped around the bar, and I'd go like to brush my hair, and it would rip, and it would get infected again. Uh-huh. This happened. This went on for two years straight. And I was like, I will never. People are like, Oh, you gonna get the other side done? I would never do the other side, ever. Like, I'm never getting it done. It's gonna stay like the way it is. And that's why I'm traumatized from piercings. But I think I'm over that now because I got this done, and I feel like not every piercing is as bad as that. Well, there's, there's only one more place to do that. Pierce. Like my eyebrow. I'm not piercing anything else. Mm. Um, why? Why piercings? Do I like them? Explain. I just like them. Now this isn't this isn't so much co-host Dave kicking in. This is brother Kevin coming out in me. Um, it's I don't know it, it because I remember Rebecca as this sweet innocent child <laughs> with no tattoos, no piercings. She looked like the average little girl. And though I'm not saying it's a bad thing, and yeah. I, I've come to accept it, and, and it, it is because I'm, and I've said this many times, you know, on air, off air, I'm just not a big fan of, of women getting multiple tattoos. Yeah. Actually, just my, my culture where I came from. Um, you know, and then... My baby sister has, is just that. How many tattoos do you have? Um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven tattoos. Twelve. Twelve, Twelve tattoos. tattoos. I have three. That's yeah, all. they're pretty big. I mean, I and I'm pretty sure you want more. I did afterwards, but now mm-hmm. because it's been so many years, it's been over he, ten he years. Needs to, I, I think. It, I don't say he, he gets get more, but he should filled. get it filled. Yeah. The, the Taurus? Yeah. 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 It's faded a lot. But, um, I don't know. I like, I like the way the piercings look. I mean, that's part of it. It's not just, I mean, oh, it's not like a, you know, I want to be rebellious type of thing that everybody thinks it is. I just like the way they look. But I also, I like, like, the rush. And it sounds weird to say that, but it's like. Masochist. No, <laughs> I'm not an activist, but it's like, 
because when I'm trying to get a piercing or a tattoo, it's like, I, I feel like I'm not going to be able to get through it. I feel like I'm not strong enough to take that pain, but I always am. And that feels good. Like, even, especially when I get tattoos, like, I, when I get tattoos because I'm, I'm not a wuss, but my pain tolerance is high, but after so long, especially when it comes to shading a tattoo, it kills me. So I'll start counting or saying the ABCs. I'm like, and I'll think in my head, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be able to make it. Like, I just can't take it. It hurts so bad. I can't push it out of my mind. Right. And I always make it. And I'm like, yes, I made it, you know? Just promise not to get no tattoos on your face. No, she won't. Never. I would never, I would never get a tattoo on my neck if, or my face or my she, hands, ever. If she ever got a tattoo on her face, I'd slap it off of her. <laughs> I wouldn't. Because that to me... I'm like a beauty-oriented person, like... I'm gonna become a cosmetologist. I love wearing makeup like that. Mm-hmm. Piercings, you can take them out. Right. Once they, or even, you know, you can take them out and never have them back again. Yeah, you're gonna have little scars, but you can cover those scars. Right. We we'll cover up. Yeah. I would never. To me, I don't think people should put tattoos on their face and neck because it takes away from their actual looks or beauty, in my opinion. I agree. Because you can't. I mean, well, you could get it removed, but. There was a, a guy who works at the hospital. And I had met him years and years ago, mm-hmm. and I just recently ran into him again, and I, I didn't realize he still worked there. Mm-hmm. And he found Jesus, and he decided to take off all his tattoos. Now, the last time I seen him, he literally had neck uh, all the way here up to the top, right under yeah. his jawline, down his neck, down his chest, down his arms, to his fingers, you know. And he had them all removed. And he said that that was the most excruciating pain that he had ever experienced. I'm sorry, but... That's crazy. I, I wouldn't I spend that much money. I don't understand money. why finding Jesus had to remove your tattoos. Because they were racist tattoos. Oh. They weren't, you know... Just regular old average tattoos? Right. Yeah. yeah. There, there was a story being told in the tattoos. He uh, thought about that before he got it. Yeah. I see some. I see some really stupid tattoos. And I'm he, like, really? What, what was he? Was he a white hairy. skinhead? Yeah. 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 <laughs> probably. Probably. No. Now for you, you don't have no tattoos, right? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Same time. Or well, piercings. I was gonna say I was 24 when I got my very first tattoo. Mm. Um, right before Jaden was born, I got I got the the dragon, and. Everything, these three tattoos are significant to me because mm-hmm. they have meaning. This is the Jade Dragon. My son's name is Jaden. There's the connection. Um, I'm, I'm born May 8th. Taurus. Mm-hmm. There's the Taurus. And then the double-headed phoenix was something that kind of derived from the X-Men, which, you know, their character, the phoenix. Mm-hmm. So that was a symbol of... Um, how do I explain it? I, I'm sorry if there's lots of slurping in the background. Sorry. Um, the phoenix kind of represented my my imagination, my my goals, everything yeah. that I wanted to be. But I asked Sean, who who did the tattoo, I said, put a second head on there. Yeah. And for me, having a double-headed phoenix means that... There's two days. Well, no, there's there's... <laughs> There's always a possibility. There's nothing ever set in stone. Yeah. You can write, you can go right, or you can go left. Yeah. And that's what the double-headed phoenix stands for. 
it, it's my dreams and my goals, but nothing's ever set in stone. I mean, best case scenario, I published for 20 years, decide to hang it up, and now I'm babbling in front of a microphone, you know, every week. Mm-hmm. You know, there, and there's no, there's no direction to it. And yeah. that's what, kind of what this tattoo meant to me. Um, so. No, see, that's the same way I'd get tattoos is, uh, I'm going to get her name on my chest, and I'm going to get a Gemini symbol, probably on my arm. Bipolar symbol? Yeah, <laughs> my bipolar symbol. See, that's funny you say you're getting her name on your chest because, um, uh, yeah, Rebecca's known this for a while. I'm pretty sure she does. Um, Lacey, my wife, she's been wanting me to get her name tattooed on me, that, and I well, won't do that. Yeah. I won't do that. We've been together for almost 20 years, and I just, I won't do that. I don't know why. Is a superstitious thing? Maybe, maybe. You know, I mean, after 20 years, you know, we were 17 years old when we got, well, I was 17, she was 18 by the time we got together. And, you know, but it's still, that's a long-ass time. Mm. And, And it's not like, you know, there's any type of deviation from our relationship, you know, we're still going strong. But still, it's just that concept of, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I won't, I don't know. I wouldn't even put my kids' names on. Now, really? I would I would consider, like, a, a portrait of the kids. I would do that. I would go and have a portrait done, mm-hmm. and it, I'd, I'd actually put it over. I already thought about this in advance. If, if I were to go, it would be both the kids together in one picture, and it would be over my heart. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. A lot of people don't like to put other people's names on them, like, I'm not the type of person, like, I would just tattoo anybody's name on me. Right. Let me tell you that. Because I see people, like, I got two, I got a list of 20 people, and they all got X's over them. Like, oh, this one's the right one. 20 people later. Like, that's stupid to me, but. <laughs> yeah. My dad's got uh, my mom and Frankie's name tattooed on <laughs> So. I, but I know that I'm going to be married to Aaron forever. And if something ever did happen and we broke up. I, I would, would be. I wouldn't. I would be crushed. Well, let, let me just let me just say it's not gonna happen, no. okay? It's not gonna happen because I'm a loyal person. I know he's a loyal person, right? But hypothetically, if something ever did happen and we did break up, I wouldn't regret getting it because it meant something to me, and it's part of my story, right? Mm-hmm. And and speaking of the wedding, and I've been thinking about this. I <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that. melting. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to eat as fast as possible. I changed my stance on the last name situation. I think you should change your name to Rebecca Illich. Why? It's actually got a good sound to it. it it's okay. some of those. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I hear you say Illich every week. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, Gro- it's growing on him. <laughs> <laughs> you the know, Russian I, is coming out. Huh? But I, I think you should. Now, I already, I already told her him professional I, name's still gonna s- stand, right? But I mean, yeah. legally, I, think I already told him I'm going to because I like to give him a hard time, and he gets all butt hurt and he gets really mad because I guess it's like a man pride thing. It is, but uh, I'm changing. I am legally changing my name to Illich, even though I hate the way I, I hate the way it sounds when I say it because I have because yes, yeah, Illich. No, I do not. I don't, not, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't sound like that. Okay, um, at all. Horrible. 
but and I probably just destroyed the microphone with that <laughs> laugh cackle thing. <laughs> that was pretty funny though. Anyways, uh, I'm I'm very excited. I mean, now that even more so now that I've I've got to know uh, Aaron, you know, it, it's I, I'm very honestly excited. very excited that you yeah. guys are. You know, because <laughs> she's being a D. Did now we actually met? Correct me if I'm wrong, but we met like 30 minutes before we started recording the first podcast. Yes, is that when we when we first met? No, no, no. When we first met, it was uh, what maybe a few weeks before Zoe's birthday, and you were pretty much seeing to get permission if I could come over from Lacey. <laughs> Like you should go over there and meet him, right? So he's not like. <laughs> you, no, he. When did you meet? That that was the first day. At, oh yeah, it was the first day. At when? The. It was the day before her birthday party. Okay. And then, but you came over and you met him, but you didn't really talk to him that much. And now you know, and it's it's kind of the thing that makes me feel good is this whole purpose. And and I said this all the way in episode one, and I don't know if I've said it again, but since we're nearing, I think this is episode 17, 17 or 18 or something yeah. like that, um, you know, that's, how do I explain it? The whole reason behind podcasting is, is I wanted to talk to friends and family. Yeah. I talk to you and Rebecca every single week. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, now that we've podcasted more, we actually talk a lot more on the phone or I just come over, you come over. You yeah. know, you're, we're a lot more involved with each other's lives than prior to podcasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's the, the main concept behind the podcasting has done what I want it to do. It feels like I've reconnected with my sister, mm-hmm. you know, and... I've connected with you. Yeah. You know, we are family. And, and that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Even if, God forbid, something were to ever happen, which would be really, really interesting because I'd still make you two get together and do scene red, even though... <laughs> yeah, that Nothing's ever going to happen. I know. I, 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 I'm not even going to put that doubt in there because I know nothing's ever going to happen. Aaron's my soulmate. People don't believe in soulmates, but he is my soulmate. But And I'll... I'll, uh, I'll how, do I, how do I say this? Out of someone who's been married for almost 18 years, I married my high school sweetheart. Well, she's pretty much my high school sweetheart since I'm still still in high school. school. (laughs) Uh, I'll give you that. You know, the best thing is 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 communication. Mm -hmm. Even if it hurts to talk, it still needs to be communicated. Oh, you don't know me, man. I'm. She will cuss you out and say every other word under the sun and be like. I, I do this because this one thing I hate about him is like <laughs> I, I like I'm like I'm like no I'm still talking get over here you're gonna talk to me now you're gonna fucking listen to what I have to say I'm like no I'm going like, to the room yeah whatever mm-hmm. I make him listen to me I talk to, we talk it out like I'm not just like oh I'm mad I'm gonna walk away and we're gonna walk away and we're just gonna get pissed off which works for some people like they cool off or whatever right. I have to keep talking until I'm not mad anymore because if not then I get even more mad and then I get even more mad. Right. And then I get crazy, so. Well, it's, the wedding's coming close, and I'm excited, and everything's coming together nicely. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have my piercings by then. 
<laughs> mom so you, played, mom so you can flip. No. no, she went off on me, Kevin. I wanted to slap her. Told me I was a homely freak and all that stuff. She's like, you're getting your wedding pictures taken tomorrow. What's wrong with you? <laughs> if you're not holy enough as it is. I was like, really, Mom? She goes, yeah, you just want to be a freak, don't you? You got your lip pierced twice. I was like, first of all, where the hell have you been? I've had this piercing on my other side, the other side of my lip pierced for, what, two or three years? Mm-hmm. And I was like, does this really make me look that, the tragus isn't, isn't even bad. You can't even, if I put my hair, I'm like, well, I don't have long hair, but if I did, you cover that. Right. All I got was this, but I'm so homely, but whatever. And then she, the next minute, she's like, yeah, I just think that you need to stop getting pierced because you're 25 years old. It's time to grow up, and I don't know. Some bullshit. Uh, it, it is what it is. That's why I try to tell her. I'm like, Mom, I'm a grown woman, and if I wanted to pierce my nose together or some weird-ass shit, I could. Right, it's your choice. Well, see, yeah. that, that's the thing I was telling Rebecca. Is I've always wanted piercings and tattoos, but I've never really had I'll get blamed for this. Yeah, she will. anybody who doesn't like it, I'll get blamed for this. The first time I met her, I told her. I was like, well, I seen you had piercings and tattoos. You know, I've always wanted some of those, but I never really had money to get it. Well, and and what I'm going to say sounds very sexist, but I'm going to say it. Mm. Just put it out there. For you, as a man, the only thing I think, if if you're going to get anything pierced, I, I think it should be your ears. Yeah. For because <laughs> for a man in the professional world, and and I know this, I see this happen all the time. Mm-hmm. You walk in, just say, just hypothetically, you have the same exact piercings as Rebecca. Oh, I'm. I'm... Though Rebecca has the same exact piercings, they're going to pick her over you because you look more. That makes and and this is society. This is not. No, I, I, I know. This is society. It makes you look more thuggish than her. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me. Look like I'd be like a random dude off the street, right? Because I've been there, like uh, ROTC, like take your piercings out. You know, you're not supposed to have that. You're supposed to look professional. I've been in DECA. They take, they say, take your piercings out. You want to look professional? Because I met a girl that had, you know, the nose piercing, yeah, and all this other crap on her face. And they left. She left it in during uh, it was a state uh, competition. Right, it was a statewide competition. She left them in, and then she cried her eyes out. She was like, "Why did she pick me?" She had one of the best present- presentations, but she didn't look professional. Right. So, you know, he's not, getting his pure, but he's not. He's not getting the rings. He's getting the little studs. Hmm. I'm taking these out. As soon as it feels weird as hell, let me tell you, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel human. Natural. But because I swell so much when I get pierced, as soon as these suckers heal, I'm probably just gonna put the little the little diamonds like this the one. The studs. Yeah, it's like a little small, small diamond. I don't like big bulky piercings. No, I actually have a piercing. I and it's still open. I can put an ear. I can yeah. I can put an earring in my left ear right you got now. One ear. <laughs> <laughs> I I got one. He's oh. a rebel, people. He's a rebel. Oh, but I it, the story that comes with it. Oh my god. I was 17, I woke up with a hangover and a pierced ear. We'll what? Just, we'll just leave it at that. You didn't know? I didn't remember. You still don't remember? Um, only what I've been told. What was, is we were, we were going to our cousin's house, our brother, you know, Randy and I. Yeah. We were going to, I'm not going to say his name, but we were going to one of our cousin's house. He's one of our older cousins. Mm-hmm. And we were drinking and, and doing things that, you know, 
we, we should weren't supposed to do. Yeah, especially for seventeen year old. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> now we tease that you're a masochist. That's that's just a joke. Yeah. But I, I think it's honestly to say that our our middle brother is very much close to borderline masochism. Yes. And I say this because this I remember. So he pierced his nipple? Yes. Okay. He grabbed his nipple, pulled it out, grabbed a needle, lit it, didn't give time to let it cool down. Mind you, we were were drinking really hard stuff. Lit it until it, it turned red, grabbed his nipple, and went whoop, right through. Now, the, the humorous part about this is it was crooked. It went in crooked. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> I think he, he pierced his ears and who knows. His what. tongue piercing? Uh-huh. The, he must be a masochist because I've never seen anybody gauge their tongue. I've seen it. It's gauged? His, I don't know if it still has or not. His tongue is gauged. His tongue ring, because he's taken it out and I felt it, is so heavy. I mean, what could you compare that size to right there? That's the ball on it. That's about the size of a dime. The ball on his tongue ring is the size of a dime. So, I don't know exactly what the gauge size is, but it's huge. Huge. I'm like, like, he's like, yeah, I stretched it out. I'm like, why? I mean, and not even that, but it's huge. Right. Pretty soon he's going to have a freaking apple on his tongue. It's going to be so big, he won't even have a tongue anymore. Yeah, really. It's going to be a hole. But, uh... That's weird. He, he <laughs> hears some other things, too, that... Prince what? Albert in a can. What? Prince Albert in a can. No, for real. Um, no, he didn't go through it, did he? Not, not, not the initial. Just lower region. That area. He pierced his own testicles? His sack, yeah. Oh my! Himself. Himself. By himself. Yeah. And it it Jeez. was. And if Randy, if you're listening to this, and, and you've got to go back on some good memories because that shit was funny. When we left, he was like, you know, those back in the olden days, people used to ride horses, and you would get bowed legged from riding the horse. Yeah, he was like, well, that's the way he was walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and. <clears throat> See, even at my my peak of being intoxicated and and forgetting the point where I get my piercing, even at that level, I still have a bit of common sense saying, well, I'm just going to pierce my ear. I'm not going to pierce anything else. But the whole thing is, like, that's so dangerous to, like, pierce your own testicles or your sack or whatever because if that got infected, you could lose it all. Right. And he only had, he he couldn't afford to lose it all. Right. But that's just crazy. I, I don't know what's wrong with that boy. I, I think it's almost equivalent to, like, cutting. Yeah. Maybe that's, you know, it's just You that. do it to help release your pain or whatever. Right. Yeah. That so. shit gives me pain. I don't know. I don't know. Well, he's pierced himself a lot. He's had, I, know, I know he doesn't have them all. And he's tattooed himself. And... But I know he has a lot. I've tattooed myself, too, though. And I hate tattooing myself. It's traumatized. It's not really traumatized. It doesn't hurt. But it's like, you know it's coming, and you're like, oh, God. Here we go. It's like you want to close your eyes, and you're like, shit, I can't close my eyes, i got to look. Right. But the best thing about tattooing yourself is you can stop anytime you want. Right. You can be like, okay, I'm taking a break. But he's crazy. He likes to inflict pain upon himself. And he, last time I seen him, <laughs> he, he has lots of tattoos. And 
Well, I, I sent Lacey some information I found on him to her Facebook. Uh, I don't know if she was going to use that for anything. I don't know if it's recent information or if it's valid information, but it's information nonetheless. Like his address, his phone number, etc. I have his phone number. Working hey, phone, hey, number? phone number? Personal phone number? A cell phone number somewhere. And it worked. I don't know. I well, you should, call, you should call your brother. Yeah, your. He won't contact me. Really? Yeah. Just be like, hey, this is Kevin. Uh, you need to talk to your sister. No, he needs to get dick slapped. <laughs> with, the, with the dick I don't think he has anymore. Supposedly from what I heard. Fell, it probably fell off. It probably pierced it and it probably got gangrene and <laughs> fell off. Okay, on to other things. Well, it, it, yeah, yeah. But anyway, to to conclude the story, I did wake up. It was uh, It was a Saturday morning. And you were I, watching cartoons. I know. I rolled over on the couch. <laughs> I rolled over on my left side, and that woke me up. I'm like, ah! You know? And uh, I realized that I pierced my ear. It really hurt that bad? Are you just being a little overly dramatic about the story? Uh, I was being overly dramatic. Oh, okay. <laughs> In real life, it was probably more like... What is oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so... And at the time, I had very long hair, and I don't know, long hair with me had just been a thing. Anyway, um, so I knew mom was going to freak out, because the Over only- ear piercing? Oh, yeah. God. My mom and your mom, even though the same person, is was a different person back then. Would have freaked out. She did freak out, but I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so I dropped my hair, because I usually, you know, always wear my hair back in the ponytail. I dropped it long, which- for me, being young was that was an indicator. How very rare did I always let my hair down? I yeah. always warm, you know. It was like almost wake up, put my hair back in a ponytail. It's like you know, instinctual. Yeah. So when I walked into the house with my hair down, that was like someone waving red flags behind my head, you know. And uh, you know, I wasn't going to say nothing, but. You know, of course, Randy walked in. Well, he didn't really walk in the room. He ran in the, ran in the house. He's like, hey, look. And he lifts up his shirt and shows off his, you know, his nipple. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. and, and was, was my dad there? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. What did he say? Probably Randy? Would. Yeah. Oh, son. What did you do? That looked painful. I remember. It. That's it, was, it. It was just like, I think he was in shock. <clears throat> we never told him what else he pierced. God, he really was in shock. <laughs> but anyway, he's like, "Yeah, look, my nipple ring," and and he's excited about yeah. that. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey," <laughs> and he got an earring. Jeez, <laughs> oh, yeah. and mom's like, "Let's see it." I'm like, oh, really? Do we have to go through this? Really? So I pulled my, pulled my hair back and and showed my ear, you know, with the, the hoop. And she looked at me with these scornful eyes. And she goes, oh, you've disappointed me. Really? Yeah. And then, of course, because at the time, Lacey was girlfriend Lacey. We, we weren't even engaged at that point. We were just boyfriend-girlfriend. We'd only been together for a little bit. She was pissed because 
you know, she wanted to pierce my ears. I was too much of a chicken shit to get my ears pierced. But, you know, when you're drinking tons of vodka, you don't feel anything. You don't even yeah, feel anything. Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm with you there. <laughs> and you probably have to get me drunk to get my piercing. And Why? that's that's pretty Cause. much what happened. Really? God, you guys should, oh, get drunk to get piercings. If you can't get a piercing sober, you don't deserve to have it. Um... Well, we'll see when, when, when we come through. When, <laughs> real fast, when um, I showed mom the, the dragon tattoo, because that was my very first tattoo. Guy with a dragon tattoo, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she said that she would not talk to me no more. It's because it was a dragon, that's why. Yeah. Why? What's so bad about a dragon? Because it's supposed to represent the devil or something yeah, like well, that. Well, yeah, the, in the biblical sense, they think the dragon is like the Antichrist or the devil, or I don't remember exactly off the top of my head. But yeah, she was she was way more pissed than that, than, than the, the piercing. So. It's funny because, like, I I always beg mom, like, I want to get something pierced, I want to get something pierced. She's like, no, when you're 18. I was like, come on, come on. I worked on her for a long time. Finally, she's like, when you're 16. I was like, really? <laughs> I thought she was lying. Like, I was like, wait up to my 16th birthday. I was like, tomorrow's my birthday. You're going to let me get it pierced, right? She's like, yeah, if you can take the pain. She's like, it's going to hurt so bad. <laughs> she tried you to psych know, you yeah, out. Yeah, you know how bad it's going to hurt. Oh, it's going to be painful. And then after I got she goes, I didn't really think you'd go through with it. I was like, proved you wrong. <laughs> So what was the first thing that you had pierced? The Libray. Define. <laughs> the lib- I could I know you guys don't know all the, the piercing lingo, but the Libray is basically like above your chin. It's it's not high enough to be considered your lip, but uh-huh. it's like a little it's like it's like above your chin. It's in between the chin and the lip. Yes. Gotcha. And I remember the dude put this huge ring, okay. I mind you that it's way down here, like, the piercing. I still have, like, I, I could probably put one in there if I tried hard enough, because it's, I had it for a long time. Right. And it's way down here, and that's a long place, a long way to go. Yeah. You can see that the, it's probably about an inch. He put this huge ring in there, and it looks retarded, okay? It looks so bad, I'm like, this looks weird. He's like, yeah, when it heals, you can just change it out. But, like, I remember I went to the night sister after that, and everybody looked at me like I was crazy. Why? Because it looked... It, the ring was huge. It looked weird. Did it? It did, but... Yeah, that was the first one I got done. I took it out, though, because it was... It was the pleating my gum line. Right here, I have a receded gum line because of it. I don't want my teeth to fall out, so... And that's what I was about to ask you, because um, our cousin, one of his teeth fell out, and he said it was because of, of the lip ring. So that's very plausible that it could sit there and rub against your gum for so many years that it, that's and I didn't have it like, I didn't have it like ten years or anything like that, but just from the little time that because I had originally I had a ring in it and I took it out after it healed and I put in the stud right and that stud just rubbing on my teeth it it receded my gum line pretty far really and I was like you know what? I don't want my teeth to fall out I'm taking it out so I took it out because of that but like the lip ring for me. They don't rub on my gums. They don't even rub. They don't even touch my teeth, really. This one rubs on my gum, but it's not too much. The Monroe piercing. Uh huh. So I'm not worried about that one. What about you? You you said you're gonna get a piercing. Just your ears, and that's it. Snake bites. What? What she has? Yeah, but not as far. Cause it's what I have. 
Not yeah. as far because what? Because of your other piercing, they try to line it up and make symmetrical, didn't they? Yeah, they, they are symmetrical. This one looks retar- it looks bad because it's so swollen. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like they they try to make it symmetrical because you they'll have that it, other piercing. Yours yours is gonna be exactly about where mine is. I have a wider mouth than you. That's yeah. why you say not that far. But if you looked at him, it would be the same placement for him. But he his mouth is a lot like not as wide as mine. Right, Nar- a lot narrower. Well, even though we're <laughs> almost 40 minutes into this and we're actually getting ready to wrap up here very soon, what did you guys think of the new Evil Dead trailer? That looked really good. It, I want it. I want it. It's it's very rare. Well, no. Actually, it's not as... Well, no, that's not true. Because I did feel that the remake of Dawn of the Dead with Zack Snyder I, I was better true. than Romero's. Yeah. Um, I have a question real fast. Go ahead. Wasn't the original Evil Dead like somewhat comical? No. The second one was comical. Second one. Oh, okay. In fact, I watched the original Evil Dead yesterday before I went to work. Mm-hmm. And the ending and everything was totally different. Where is it at? On is it on Netflix? Yeah, watch it on Netflix. We should watch it when we go home. Okay, yeah. Sorry. And there is part two isn't on Netflix. I couldn't find it on stream. Oh, okay. That's but, good because we don't want to watch comedy. We want to watch it's, decapitation and mutilation. It, it's it's a little. <laughs> well, it, mind you, it was made in 1981. Yeah. So there's special effects. They didn't have CG special effects. <laughs> you know, actually, I think that song was in there. To be honest with you, I really, did. really, yeah. Um, and it was good. I, I I did like it, even mm-hmm. for the the cheapy animation. Not animate. Well, there was some clay animation in there. But, really? Yeah. But it was good. And then um, Sam Raimi came out a few years later, and he remade The Evil Dead to be more funny. I remember the one I watched. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I've seen the one that you're talking about. <clears throat> the one I watched, it was like really cheesy, trying to be funny. Yeah, that's, that. I think that was the one that I watched too because I remember watching that and I was like, I didn't really like. No, this. this one wasn't funny. Yeah, there was no funny pieces about. So it. So they literally remade it. Yeah, and, to and, be like funny. Right, and they called okay. it part two, even though it's the same story essentially. Um, Bruce Campbell was in it. I don't know if the other characters, you know, the other actors. So, Bruce Campbell's in the first one, too? Yeah. And he was more serious? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the first one. I think I've only seen the second one, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. Because everybody's like, the Evil Dead is so awesome. Because it's become a cult film. It has. And I watched the second one, I was like, this is kind of lame. Like, it's really cheesy. Yeah. Um, But with the remake, they're going with the serious. They're not trying to be funny. Yeah, I know. I like that. It, it's and very rarely will you hear me say I want to see it in the theaters. I don't want my Oscars copy. I want to see it in the theater. When is it coming out? Uh, next month in April. I have to see this movie. It looks so good. So technically, this month. Yeah. Where we're at. I don't know. It's still and and everybody pretty sure, probably already knows by now. Our time, the Jazel Jazel Modcast time to real time is different. Yes. And especially since we've been rearranging tracks and trying to get things reorganized, there's there's probably a, the whole time gap. It's yeah. just really jacked up right now. So hopefully after this episode, then we'll get everything you know, back in track with consistency on our end. But, uh, yeah, I know, it's, it's really late. We've still got a few more minutes to go, though. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I do. I want to see it. Um, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, 
<laughs> go check it out, push pause and come back and, and because I wanted to talk a little bit about the trailer. Um, the the whole being raped by the tree that that always kind of tripped me out in the trailer, and that's what's oh, happened yeah. with the woman. Yeah. And then, but the end, the end of the trailer where she takes that the the knife, knife her and, and does the oh, that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. It, I think it's going to be really good. It looks so realistic too. And that's where we're at with CG, you know, CG from '81 to 2013, different, whole different animal. And it's gotten a lot. It's gotten a lot more affordable too. Like, you know, before you see like in like lower budget movies that have like this really subpar horrible CG that was just like it's boring. like it looks like the shit is just floating like <laughs> yeah you know? I mean now with the high scale movies and you can see the green screen color on it yeah <laughs> with the higher like the, the higher scale movies now they have the best CG and you can't even tell it's, what's real or fake no. like look at Transformers and the lower right? the lower end movies they even have good CG now because CG is getting cheaper right and I the, think as, as CG gets cheaper uh, the technology gets more advanced. I agree. So, because you're always going to have your your top end of things. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and top end is always going to be the. Best. I always wonder, like, what are they going to do when you when you get things that are so realistic as they are now? What's the next step? What can they do to make it better? Actual hologram movies. Yeah. I, wouldn't one, want a I say one day. Because if they make a hologram be... movie, it'd be going back to Shakespearean times. And why not just have a play? With CG, <laughs> right? They have holograms stuff already now. I've seen it. Well, no, the way I see it in my head is you put on a pair of glasses, and you have like full three sixty. Like you're there. That would yeah. be scary. It would be scary because you'd be like, that would, ah! that would freak me out. Like that, that that's like five thousand dimensional. It'd be like because <laughs> if something feels like it's around you. That would, you feel like you're literally in the movie. I, I yeah. like those, uh, I remember, I don't know where it was, maybe it was Universal, but we went into this thing, it was for Shrek or whatever, and it was one of their, like... A three thing they have? Yeah, in in the, the stage, or not the stage, but the chairs move, and like, you, you really... You, I know, I haven't seen it, but I know Shrek, they have that same, they used to have that same thing at Disneyland, it was the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm-hmm. And they had the rats, and like when the rats came, you'd feel stuff moving and all that. And they mm-hmm. had a Star Wars one too. And I know what you're talking about, but I think one day, and I'm not saying anytime soon, because I, I think it's going to be like far from now. They're not going to have actors anymore. You think they'll, it's all going to be CG? Just CG. Yeah, because they'll be able to make whatever what, char- what that character is. They'll be able to make that character well, look and sound what they want it to sound like. If, right? and I say like far from now, not like around the corner like that, but. If you look at it now, though, they can already do that. Because no, look at video games. I already know they can do yeah. that. I'm not saying they can't do it. I know they can. But but the reason we have actors and actresses is because they want you to relate to these people. Right. We know who these actors and actresses are. But as time goes on, because if you look at, like, even... They're always going to have to have the body, I think, like to do the movements to make it look yeah. more realistic. Like they did with the they Golem. Will. Yeah. But I think in the future that every movie, whatever they want the character to be, they can make that character look exactly... What they want and sound exactly what they want. Well, yeah. And especially, like, for example, I was listening to a thing about orchestras and, and background music. Did you know that there's hardly any orchestras left in California because really? of this whole union thing that's going on? Mm-hmm. 
So a lot of the movies are coming out with um, synthesized music, background oh, wow. music. It's not even real, you know, like they're not playing the horns or, or hitting. Someone's thumbs. doing it with their samples, computer. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're putting it together that way. I mean, every for me as a wannabe filmmaker, you know, mm-hmm. I want to get to that point and make a film. That excites Saves me. Saves a lot of money. Well, yeah, but that excites me because then that that takes down less people I have to go through. Yeah. You know, eventually it people will be making their own movies off uh, at home. And they'll look amazing. Yeah. Because as time goes on, it takes less and less people to make a movie. Yeah. It really does. I mean, with all the CGI they use now, they, they CGI a lot of characters already. Well, Arnold look Schwarzenegger, at, Terminator Salvation. Well, I was going to go with um, Avatar. Yeah. You know, you get so involved with Avatar, you forget it's CG. Yeah. yeah. And it looks real, real, looks real, it looks very realistic. You know, and what is it, next year, next year when they... Release the next one? Yeah, when they come up with part two. You know, where are they going to be at then as yeah. far as CG? I mean, if, if you have someone that can take a knife and split their tongue in half and look real. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know. It's just and that ain't makeup. No. Makeup ain't that good. It doesn't matter how good you, you do makeup, you couldn't do it that good. Yeah. But as I said, I don't, I don't see this, I don't foresee this for a long ways down the line, but I do see it happening where they're going to have, they're gonna, it's going to take as least people as possible to make a movie because they're going to do it all on computer. Mm-hmm. Um, real fast, we're going to take a, a segue and then we'll try to we'll link back in and we'll see where we go. Um, by now, everybody's probably noticed if you're you're listening to this on the Jaso Modcast uh, website, you'll notice that over nor near our RSS feed button, you're going to notice it says "Listen to us on Stitcher Radio on Demand." We have been accepted into the Stitcher family. We are now syndicated. Um, and what we're asking is, you know, just download the app. It's free. It's, it's for the iPhone. It's for Androids. And for some odd reason, you guys just want to hear us on the way to Vegas or something, you just hit that app, type in Scene Red or any other Jason Mod uh, show, and... You know, you listen to it right there. So, we are now, we're growing. I know. We we started with iTunes. Now we're in with Stitcher. We're in junior high school now. So now we just got to figure out what's high school, huh? High school and college. Well, I know what college is. What's college? College is like uh, XM radio. Yeah, that's college right there. That's Serious satellite school. radio. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's kind of neat to say. And I don't mean to be a businessman. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because I, I've gone through and I've listened to stuff and, and tried to re-edit it and make it a little bit cleaner. I didn't realize that whole point, you know, during January, I was just like, oh, I don't want to be a businessman anymore. I'm not a businessman. I'm an artist. You know, I, I you know. <laughs> and you kind of smacked yourself in the face of like, get it together. Yeah, it, it, and oh my God. And sometimes I would, I was embarrassing myself. I didn't realize what I was when I was saying it because I was in the heat of the moment. But you know, li- re-listening to it, I'm like, oh my god, how embarrassing! Get, yeah. get over yourself. But it is. It's. I guess it's just because I've been doing it so long. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in me. Second nature. And 
I, like I said at episode one, and I just reset it, you know, a few minutes ago on this episode. I just did this because I wanted to talk with friends and family. Mm-hmm. I had no desire, drive. yeah, you know, to expand. So now that I've made these deals with iTunes and Stitcher and, and whatever is going to come next, you know, our little radio show, our little podcast is, is growing. And, you know, the network's growing. So proud, so proud. And, um, you know, and I mentioned this uh, a few weeks back when when Aaron and I did that episode where it was just us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a few weeks now. Four, four weeks ago, I think. Anyway, you know, I, I said I had been creating. And um, I'm still creating. I'm, I'm writing uh, a new story. And um, I, I'm not sure if I'm ready to release what I'm working on. You, you should I should I tell them or should I just kind of hold back? You know, I would get, I would hold back until you, your final thoughts are on paper. Um, I'll just say that Act One is just about done, mm-hmm. and you know, there's three acts in every story. You chose the genre. I want a hint. I want a hint. Sci-fi, but. No, it's not sci-fi. No? No. He doesn't do sci-fi. He did it one time. Uh, and remember, he was on drugs? Yeah. Boy, he might have been drugs again, because, you know... He's not Grant doing Morrison. Because, <laughs> you know, that's his idol, right? <laughs> you folks couldn't see that look at his game. That was, like, instinctual. Was like, anyway, what's the genre? Uh, no. It's going to be action. Oh, wow. And, you know, because it is very late in the morning. It's actually almost 4 o'clock in the morning for us here in California. Um, I gave you what I've written, but you were too tired to read it. I can't even see it. My eyes are so blurry. Um, I'm traditionalist. It, it doesn't matter if I have a, a laptop or, or a... Back before I had a computer, I had the typewriter. It just feels better on paper. I, I, I cannot write a story... I can't even write a story on paper because my hands cramp up too much. Really? I can't... That's because you, you get all flustered. <laughs> I can't do a story unless I write it. Physically write it out first. That's yeah. the way I've always been. And But that's a good trait to have, though, because you always have the original copy. That's true. In fact, somewhere in the garage, I actually have my very first story that I wrote 20 years ago. Jeez. I look fine in that ancient thing. Oh, he does work that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I am writing again. Mm. I, I, am, I will go out and say that we're, we're probably going to look into, like, uh, what is it, starters or startup or, you know, where they go and, and try to raise money. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, because this project, on the low end of things, is probably going to cost about $40,000 to make. And I really, really want to make this project. Well, you can uh, get these little uh, graph things that people could donate. And it it shows, like, uh, money accumulated to the goal. Right. And, you know, you you type in the cause of whatever. Right. And it'll show up and it'll be, like, an actual graph that progresses with each donation. And it's it's been something that I've... Uh, <clears throat> okay, I'll say this. Um, 
originally I was planning on re not revising but retelling a story one of Terry revamping yeah one of Terry DeShear's stories uh, one of my favorite stories of all times that he's written I was thinking about turning that into a movie script well when I sit down and start working on that um, this story came out I, because I, I'd sat there and if you if you read the story between the moon and Mars there's a lot of dialogue between the two pharmaceutical executives and that's this is the essentially the whole story they're telling they're telling the backstory but they're just talking back and forth mm-hmm. and for me I was trying to put that in because you can't just have a 90 minute movie or well say an 80 minute movie of two executives standing in the office talking and in the last 10 minutes of the movie have action yeah you have to literally go and retell the story that he's been told in another perspective mm-hmm. and that was really difficult for me and then I just had this idea and I just kind of made a note on um of what I was going to start writing, and then I came back maybe a few hours later and got my pen and paper and just started writing away. And that's where we're at right now. And honestly, this is better than the end, as far as writing wise. And I love the end. It's, you know, in fact, I've gone in and started rewriting series, or, um, Season three, even though we haven't even started season two yet, we've, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm starting to rewrite season three. I'm literally from the first word to the last word. I'm gonna rewrite that whole like thirty or forty thousand words for season three, and it might came, it might came out. <laughs> it might came out. My, my southern's coming out in me. Goddamn Oklahoma blood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it might come out better than what I'm writing right now, but as of this moment, this story, I almost said the title, this story is the best thing I've ever written. It's its going to have action, it's going to have romance, it's going to have suspense, it's going to tug at your heartstrings, it's me as a writer telling a full story, because that's one thing that people don't do anymore is they don't tell full stories. They only tell a piece of the story. I'm telling the entire story. All right, folks, that's it for this week. Come back next time and see what we have to yap about. Yep, dip, do. All right, I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And if you find yourself podcasting at 4 o'clock in the morning and you're really tired as fuck, you might be seeing red. Good night, folks. <laughs>